Before we start, let me give a shout out to one of our conference sponsors. Virtual Church Assist offers remote administrative assistance and graphic design services that cater to you and your church's specific needs. With a growing team full of unique skills, experience and expertise, VCA supports churches and ministry organisations all over Australia and provides the support that you need specific to your context. You can find out more and get in touch to hear how VCA can help you at virtualchurchassist.com. Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel centre ministry every week. Now, I'm solo today. There's no Derek, there's no Maddie. Before, you know, there's that sort of long, oh. <laughs> Do know that we have a great guest on today. Uh, so I have uh, Jerry with me today. And we're going to be talking about something that I'm really passionate about, and that's thinking intentionally about mission. We're going to be really pushing into evangelistic courses. So this whole episode is about that, and that's going to give us the time to really push in uh, in depth or as much as you can in a 15-minute podcast into mission courses. Now, the one thing is brought to you with thanks to Reach Australia. We have a vision that wants to see thousands of healthy, evangelistic, multiplying churches all across Australia. But for now, you've pressed play on another episode of The One Thing, Evangelistic Courses. Well, let me just introduce Jerry Jones Sparks. She's the outreach pastor at St. James Croydon, a church in the inner west in Sydney, and she's also the director of the Good News Course. Welcome to The One Thing, Jerry. Thanks for having me. Now, I just wanted to, I, I love hearing about people's testimonies. How do they come to follow Jesus? Mm. So tell us your story really briefly. My story starts when I was four years old. Uh, my parents and my older brother, uh, we'd all just migrated to Australia. We knew no one in the country. Uh, one day I was running around in Westfield, Parramatta, and my mum was calling after me in Tamil, uh, which is uh, the language we speak. We're from South India. And uh, a lovely man recognised the language and came over and said hi. And he said, hey, we have this Bible study that runs on Saturday night. Would you like to come along? My parents are thinking, oh, we, we kind of have a Christianish background. Um, my extended family in India were Roman Catholic. Um, it's like, great, we, you know, some friends who speak Tamil. And we went along and over the first few years, my parents realised that they had never understood the gospel before. Um, and they came to faith um, when I was quite young. Mm. And that really changed the trajectory of my life and my family's life, my my dad's the best evangelist I know, and um, if I'm a mission pastor today, that's, um, that's got to do with his legacy in my life. Uh, as for me, so I've grown growing up in a essentially a Christian family, and um, I really felt the, the pressure to make the decision mm. to become a Christian, and I hated it. Um, <laughs> we would have um, a daily prayer time together as a family and every night my parents would pray do the altar call yeah you know? <laughs> altar call every night <laughs> uh, I was so over it does um, anyone if everyone just puts their hands down put your hand up if you want to <laughs> not quite but pretty close uh, and so I was getting to this point I, I did some some reading into you know the big five religions just so I could 
maybe prove them wrong. I was like, oh, no, Christianity is it. Jesus is it. Uh, And over a few weeks, I became really convicted of of my sin. Um, It was weighing really heavy on my heart. I think we were... We were covering the first few chapters of, of Romans in uh, the um, Tamil home church I grew up in. So I was thinking about that and I was sitting at the bus stop uh, waiting for the 756 bus at Rudy Hill Station and um, this is really on my heart and I, I'm eavesdropping on this conversation that this guy next to me, this school kid, is having with his friend. He's evangelising his friend um, and I'm listening and I kind of sit behind them on the bus so I could keep listening. <laughs> and um, he says this verse out loud, which I'd heard a million times. I had memorized Ephesians 2, 8 to 10, we're saved by grace through faith. Mm-hmm. And I think on some level, while I'd, while I'd understood grace with, with the burden of my own sin on my heart and being refreshed by that verse, the penny dropped for me in that moment that I needed God to save me. Um, and I remember you know, asking Jesus to save me and running home, telling my family it was all great. Uh, I don't think I understood the lordship of Christ, however, um, until later in high school. Mm. Um, At that time, it was early year 11, and uh, our home church were kind of ready for the next season of um, Christian life, and we uh, had all joined uh, a local church, um, which is a bit bigger, uh, NBM in Rudy Hill. And it was the first time I'd gone to youth group and it really struck me that there were friends at youth group who were also at school with me who didn't have two lives, (laughs) who Mm -hmm. didn't have two different lives. And I very much did. I was a different person at school and church and home. And um, I really took the grace of God for granted. Um, And I went on my first ever youth camp. I remember this talk really well. It was Matt Sparks at Rathane, <laughs> exactly ten, almost exactly 10 years ago, actually. And um, it was called 24-7 Jesus, and it was about how um, Jesus is owed all parts of our life and his lordship applies to all of us. Um, and I remember feeling like I'd just been slapped across the face mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. um, that was a real turning point for me. And... Um, because I had all these bits and grown up, grown up being discipled, uh, my sense of um, love and love for God and urgency for mission and um, my want to grow in my own own faith just hit a, hit a different trajectory after that point. And yeah, that's that's kind of where I've come from. Yeah, I I want to I want to start on that story because I think those I think often how we're evangelized or mm. how we come to a testimony in Jesus really. You know, clouds or colours our perception of how we ought to then, you know, mm. reach people. Your role mm. uh, as a mission and evangelism pastor at St James Croydon. Mm-hmm. Tell us just very briefly what's that all about. What what's day to day look like for you? Yeah, I um so uh, our church structure is organised by portfolio. So I'm one of three assistant ministers, and we um, have a portfolio each. I love the clarity that that gives me. And um, the the laser focus that I get to have about mission in a way that I don't think lots of ministers get if they're also responsible for a congregation and, and juggling a whole bunch of things. Uh, so, I, really, we, we're always on about you know being intentional, mm-hmm. uh, being purposeful about what you're doing in ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us the story of someone coming to faith 
where it's kind of, you know, from way to go, you're like, I, we, we've planned all these things. The person has, you know, moved mm. through the, the funnel and the mm-hmm. process. You know, you're just like tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about someone who's come to faith recently that way. Uh, so during uh, a lockdown last year, uh, we ran um, a modified alpha online. Um, and a, f- a friend invited his friend from school, uh, who he didn't expect to say yes, who said yes. Uh, he, he jumped on Zoom every week. I didn't think he was that interested, but he had good questions. Uh, he came to the course after that. I think at that point, uh, we were in person. Um, we do different courses every term at St. James. So we we're doing Simply Christianity in person. So he's done Alpha. Now he's, he's done, done Alpha. He's doing Simply Christianity. And the strength of Simply Christianity and the way it, it meets the lack of Alpha is that you, you get into the text and you get to encounter Jesus in Luke. Um, and this Christian guy was so good at um, getting alongside his friend. They'd go to the pub every week before we had Simply. They'd get a schnitty and they would <laughs> do their homework for that week together. Uh, and he came to our fourth course. He started coming along to um, church. I think he had all the pieces and we had a few prompting conversations. Uh, the story of the prodigal son really sat with him. I remember having a coffee with him and I said, mate, I, I feel like you've you've walked up to the house. You see that the father is good. Mm. Uh, he's got his arms outstretched, but you're still doing laps around the house. What's holding you back? Um, and he said, oh, probably nothing. Hey, I can, I can take that step. Um, and when he asked me how to do it, I was, I was tempted to do the whole, you know, do that prayer thing with him. But I said, have, have you started talking to your father? Um, he just hadn't even conceptualized that he could do that. Um, he started praying and the next week he took the Lord's Supper. It was really beautiful. So that was amazing. And um, we've just seen him flourish and get into our growth groups and start serving and um, figure out what this means for his life. Brilliant. Now, I was at a church on the weekend yeah. uh, in Brizzy. Uh, I spoke to a young a young man there who uh, I think is, is well on his way towards making um you know, making a decision to follow Jesus, but but he hasn't followed a pathway. His yeah. his his house was flooded. His, <laughs> his, his aunt has made him come to church. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of Christian friends. Yeah. no one's invited him. Like, bring right. here. You know, here's a church congregation member praying. You know, bringing his friend along, uh, and the church hasn't even followed him up. Mm. Uh, but you know, he's he's there sitting next to me on Sunday, and I'm like, how come you haven't done so? You've been here now three weeks. Yeah. Revelation 22 was the right. text. Yeah. Uh, and you know, my prayer is that this young man will jump in a course with mm. the other international students and make a decision to follow Jesus. Tell us, tell us where someone at St James has recently become a Christian who, um, you know, didn't follow the mm. pathway, mm. didn't do the explore, and then the explore, and then the explore. Last week. This was so random, and obviously we know uh, we know salvation is is God's work. But I was struck again by that uh, last week. We're trying this new course. Um, you might have heard about it. It's very artsy and it's very conceptual. Uh, it's life explored. So you're watching films. Feels like the ideas don't really connect. We're giving it a crack. Uh, it's very, you know, if you use this language, it's very pre-evangelistic. We're just starting to talk about ideas, getting people to question mm. their assumptions about God and the idols of the heart. And um, we're in week two last week. We finish up the night. This has nothing to do with what we talked about. And this guy on our table has never come to courses or church before. A friend of a guy who I didn't even know was a Christian, um, though I think now I, I 
he is. Uh, he says, by the way, do any of you come from families who are not Christian? Uh, and there are a few members at our, our table who are like, yeah, that's true for me. That's true for me. They're talking about their experiences. This guy has an Indian background. So I was also speaking into, you know, how I understand how like strong that pull of culture is, how important mm. it is for our parents to feel honored by us. Um, and he lets it rip that he has been staying up at night googling Christianity. That he <laughs> that he said something like Jesus has been in my heart for a long time. Um, he's been wrestling with this for ages. I think a big part of that is that he went to uh, a Christian private school, mm. so he's he's had contact with the gospel before. So, but that wasn't clear to me in the course. Uh, and as we're stacking chairs, he says, "I think I want to convert tonight." And I think, what? How is this happening? Um, by the work of God's spirit, opening the eyes of his heart. Uh, I was almost talking him down, Scott, because I think we want people to really consider this oh, you choice they're making. want to pause on that box. Do you really believe Right. <laughs> Do you understand the lordship of Christ yeah. in your life? Do you know what it means to carry the cross? Um, so I said, yeah, sure. Um, a bunch of the, the young guys ended up going to Pancakes on the Rock afterwards just because it's open late. He became a Christian over Pancakes. Oh, fantastic. It was a whole thing. <laughs> fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that, I am re- really interested to push into that because that's one of the things that you, you've you already sort of talked about. You run a number of different evangelistic courses yeah. at St. James. You run them each term. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like often people jump in and jump out. Um, it's not it's not so much a, a path, you know, mm-hmm. a pathway as I would say is in, you do your pre-evangelistic mm-hmm. life explored, and then you do uh, alpha, mm-hmm. you know, a modified alpha, and then you you do cre- simply Christianity or mm-hmm. Christian explored, and then you do mm-hmm. you just for starters. So you haven't sort of got a twenty-week, uh, you know, five little blocks where you're hoping someone will move more to you know move and make steps towards following Jesus. What what's your pathway kind of look like, uh, and what's a year in mission calendar at St James look like? Yeah, I think we do have a pathway, Scott. Uh, look, I really, I understand the strengths of repeating the same course again and again. I see how it brings um, a sense of clarity and helpful simplicity mm. to um, the missional pathway. Uh, we see the four courses as steps in the pathway. Um, the the missional step is what we call explore courses. They're kind of the brand that bring clarity to our church community and also the inner west who are inviting in. But we have different flavors, if you'd like, different types of courses in that process. Um, so, so, so someone, so different flavors. So you can't you you're currently trialing life explore, which I love. Yeah. You know, and I I you know I love that I love that you're exploring <laughs> stuff and in doing stuff because I think that's the the problem we get, we get into ruts, we just keep doing the same thing. Yeah. And uh, and we don't keep on going, is this the most effective course? Yeah. Um, but the other, you know, the other end of the coin, if we're constantly changing, then we actually don't get good at it or don't, um, you know, get a chance to actually see, is this effective? You know, could we could we be doing it better? So, so it's term one ordinarily, hmm. um, well, now you're doing Life Explored. Term two, what's the course you're going to be putting on in term two? So we do our Modified Alpha modified in term alpha. two. Term three. Uh, we finish that up with a, an in-person day away where we do live talks and we find that's often a conversion point for people. Yep, great. So you really challenge them with the gospel, which is, yeah. which is uh, I'm course agnostic, but one of my criticisms of an alpha course is that it doesn't have that, you know, yes. make it make a decision yeah. point. If, I, if, I, if anyone was asked me publicly, I would say, <laughs> what course would I go for? It would be Simple Christianity because that's a course I grew up on in my church and that I 
ran multiple right. times. And I love Luke's gospel. I think Luke's gospel is the gospel for you know the the outsider. Yeah. Um, so simply Christianity is that term three term course. Three, That's yeah. what we feel that people need that after they've done Alpha and they've thought about all these topics yeah. to get into a gospel and meet Jesus there. And then term four. Term four, uh, we. Now this changes every year. Yeah, <laughs> so I've, I've been like, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but we do a, a modified life course out of EV. We help people see what it looks like to be a Christian and why uh, why Jesus will satisfy them. Um, we do an in-depth, long-form testimony and also have like items. Yeah, great. Bit <laughs> so, I, so my big questions I hear that is, go, okay, so what if I turn up in term three mm-hmm. and I haven't done modified alpha, I haven't done life explored. Yeah, I haven't done any of that pre-evangelistic stuff, but yeah. you get me straight in on Luke's gospel. Yeah, in some ways, no dramas because it's a great course for people investigating yeah. Jesus. Uh, they're going to hear about the historical totally. reliability of the, of the Bible, and then mm-hmm. they'll have four weeks getting down into I reckon one of the best gospels. Mm. Uh, so, so great stuff. Yeah. Um, but then, what do you do for the person who's come along to Life Explored? Uh, then they've come along to well, they they haven't gone to Alpha. And then they've come back uh, in term three and gone, actually, yeah, no, I've got more time to follow this up. Um, how do you follow that person up? Or the person who comes in term four where they're yeah. getting the, here's what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even there yet. I haven't even, I haven't even had a chance to have that mm-hmm. moment over mm-hmm. coffee where mm-hmm. you, you've challenged me about my, you know, being the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. I think any place is a good place to start, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and when I made those nuances earlier, they, you know, they're slight dash of flavoring to each of them. Yeah. Uh, they are different angles into the same gospel. So they are all a, a good place to start. And we uh, help people have an imagination for doing all four courses. That's what we want them to do. Mm. Um, and in between courses, we have um, events and we mobilize our people to do hospitality and take that hospitality offsite into homes and cafes. Yeah. Um, so we're building that relationship and we see that we have a lot of relational capital with people and that they're excited about doing something new. Which I loved how you said, you described your role at the start, I'm about mobilising the body. Yeah. So often, you know, the, the mission evangelistic person, they're, they're an evangelist and they're great at it, but they're yeah. not great at building teams, they're not great at mobilising the body. Yeah. Um, but you see so your primary role is actually to get more of the, yeah. more of your more of your church family, bringing people, um, you know, bringing people along. I- interested to hear as well, um, just, just in terms of, uh, those, uh, you know, g- giving getting people confident. Mm-hmm. So for you, again, it sounds like as I hear you talk about what you're doing, St. James, you want people to be confident that they can invite their friends along to any of these courses mm-hmm. in St. James and they'll get a chance to really wrestle with and dive deeply into the gospel uh, and obviously be met in a way by a team of people who are really keen to love and care and mm-hmm. walk alongside them. Is that is that sort of how you approach it? Yeah, it's important to uh, build confidence because we do different courses. We have to be on our comms game with our Mm -hmm. church people. Um, We have to be a month ahead. We have to be clear. We have to paint a picture of the flavor and why um, it's going to be excellent and relational. Uh, So there is that part. I think another reason why um, we can pull this off is we've worked really hard at building team capacity. Mm. Um, So... uh, a big thing that I've worked on the last two years um, is building some levels of leadership within uh, our Explore course team. Um, so we have team leaders who oversee different parts. Um, 
And that means that for each term, uh, it's also a mobilising opportunity for our regulars uh, who don't otherwise do evangelism or feel intimidated by evangelism uh, to take part in um, the course. So um, whether they're on the hospitality team or they're um, a co-facilitator on a table, um, they get a, a taste as well for the joy of evangelism and that they can do it too. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Now, so just going back to this bloke who's become a Christian on the second, you know, the second night of Life Explored. <laughs> so what's the next step for him? Uh, how yeah. do you know? Ordinarily, you know, be wanting to get him into a small group, uh, you know, serving in church, right? Uh, coming regularly to church. Yeah. So what's your? What does it look like for following him up? Yeah, great question. Um, we are still figuring this out, but at the moment, uh, it looks like after people can articulate the gospel message, uh, whether they're close to coming to faith or um, have made that decision, um, they need to have at least done two courses, um, ideally four. Uh, We take out a cohort mid-year and the end of the year to do a bit of a smaller group, a a foundations kind of course. Um, And we cater that to whatever that small group needs. Uh, We have a menu of options of how they might engage in that. But for this guy who's become a Christian week two of Life Explored, we're saying stick around. We're saying come to Alpha. We're saying also come to church on Sunday night and get to know other Christians and see what following Jesus looks like for them. So what's the reason for not just putting this these two cohorts just straight into your small group structure? Uh, because we find that there's a big step between um, evangelistic courses and growth groups. Christians don't realise how Christian they are. <laughs> we um, we spew Christianese, we spew assumed knowledge. That can be really intimidating for someone who has just started to engage with Christian faith, you know, in the last year or so. This has been a fantastic episode. It's been really good to go deep into mission courses. We've got some bonus content. Have a listen in episode two.